Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, the video game podcast that all you dodgeballers listen to. This week, the legendary Phantom was knocked out for 100 days. The news is questing for the horizon. Our topic is about our hobbies, and our dragon this week is reminiscing about the last year. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. Hey guys, this is our last episode of this season. Ooh, it all comes man. to the end. Bye. Guys, the end finale. Of the season and you know season it cuz we just told you. Yep. <laughs> we're going to roll credits as Journeys Don't Stop Believing is is playing and then we're going to cut out right in the middle. Perfect. Wait. What what if that's how the Sopranos ended their second season instead of their finale? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were okay, you just making? Is, is that how the Sopranos ended? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sweet Sopranos reference. Also, Sweet Sopranos spoiler. <laughs> yeah, that was the finale. It literally, is yeah. just whole scene and don't stop believing is playing in the background. Yeah, and then it just cut to credits. That's it. Yep, cut it's, to black credits. It's That's a, hysterical. It's a yeah, metaphor it for how the life of crime and looking over your shoulder never ends. It doesn't. It really doesn't. But you know what, guys? I do want to start us off with a question this week. Uh, <laughs> amazing segue. <laughs> Brian's like, let me reel it back in. Let me reel it back in. It was the only way to get us off of going into, into deep Sopranos theory. Yeah. <laughs> if you were to end the Sopranos, how would it? No, no, no. <laughs> Dance number. Next. Yep. Uh, if you guys were to take a schoolyard game and make it into a video game, what would you guys go with? Because Knockout City came out this week, yep, yep. and it's dodgeball. Yep, yep, yep. So so I myself, I would love to see, like, Red Rover. Red Rover, you know, send somebody over. <laughs> this is yeah. going to be a video game? Oh, it's a video game. Because okay. Red Rover would be, like, it would wanna... be like the Smash Brothers of, of whatever it is. So, like, you would have all the different video game characters in trying mm-hmm. to, like, Red Rover and break through the oh. uh, the arms. See, I want to develop this more in line with the... the, the all the popularity of games these days with the genre of battle royales and have a okay. 50 person line on one side and a 50 person <laughs> line on the other. You have to send someone over one at a time. No, it's going to be like a bank of people. Right. You have to yeah. strategically pick yeah. how many people. You can, to... you can call more than one person at a time. That's the trick. That's, that's oh. the advanced level. That is, I want the is. middle of the field to look like that battle from Braveheart where <laughs> they're both just running at each other. <laughs> For for me, when I was in when I was in chorus in in high school, we played this game called Egyptian Rat Screw. Uh, if you've never played it, it's essentially you, you throw cards very quickly in the middle, and then if certain patterns appear, you have to be the first to slap it. I, okay. I'm saying that video games have missed the entire lexicon of slapping related card games. Is I think it should come with a glove, and that you should have to slam your hand uh, against the table as hard as you can. If you don't hit it hard enough, then clearly the other person wins. So you got to play it with like a surface. It's like the cards come down, and then when you see your pattern come up, you got to like. Uh. If you don't immediately break the glove, yeah, you lose. Yeah, that's just sure. that's just. Facts. Also, you get a cool glove. Also, cool yeah. glove. <laughs> this sounds like a VR game to me. Yes, that's it is. It, it is like. also okay. in VR. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. I would probably go with like Mortal Kombat Kickball. <laughs> Mortal Kickball. Yeah. <laughs> Mortal Kickball. But it's spelled with a C instead of a K. I was so confused by how to spell this now. 
<laughs> yeah, but so like you you know we've seen Mortal Kombat characters do like friendships, and we've seen seen them do like babalities, brutalities, fatalities, all these different things. I want to see them just genuinely have fun on a, on like a school ground and just play kickball. It's not even that competitive. It's like it's like one of those new wave schools where there's no winners. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But here's the thing, though. The, it, one of the teams is comprised of Mortal Kombat characters. The other, mm-hmm. it's just regular like eleven year olds. <laughs> <laughs> you know like what? Just, My money's on the eleven year olds. Yeah, they're I'm brutal. Ser- they're brutal. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm talking about just <laughs> regular ass Keith over there. He's ten years old, right? Yeah. He invited hey. Scorpion to his birthday party, but hey, Scorpion hey, Emma. may get there or not. And like he's at bat, and like you know, like Scorpion is like pitching, so like the tension there, like I want to see it. So I mean, sure, the Mortal Kombat characters—they're very fit and athletic, and they have a physical prowess, mm-hmm. but they're not ready for the social bullying that's going to happen <laughs> on the kickball field <laughs> with fifth graders, right? Follow-up question. You're filling Scorpion, up. Your- how's your family? <laughs> oh, Scorpion. Oh, nice face. Try a new one tomorrow. Like, That'd be so good. Oh, my God. Scorpion just crying. Schoolyard bullies in Mortal Kombat. I'm so ready for this. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think what I would go for, and this is something that a, a streamer uh, content audience watcher of ours uh, uh, helped with, is uh, hopscotch, but you attach like a DDR pad to uh, you know wireless nowadays, mm-hmm. right? And it's like a DDR ho- uh, hopscotch pad that you get to hop on. What if I yes and that and say instead of the DDR pad, you just have shoes that go with my glove? Oh, this is all part that of would the same actually game. pair yeah. perfectly with what I want. I would want hacky sack. So you have these shoes, mm-hmm. and instead of you know you you could play four square, you could play uh, four corners, you could play this the the slapping game, you could play all these games if you have these shoes and these gloves. And then if if the hacky sack happens to hit your hand, you're out too. So oh yeah, because like, they gotta know, they gotta know, right? They gotta know. Uh-huh. At some point, this is just us playing these games. This is no longer like <laughs> yeah, but they're on the internet. <laughs> no, uh, yes, yeah, true. We don't have to play in front of <laughs> each other or anyone. And then with Red Rover, we could have a glove attachment, mm-hmm. and so yes! we can hold on. Yes, you hold yeah. hands. Yeah, and and we can have the the virtual sphere actually have us in a park. I, I, I just realized that that in Brian's scenario, you would have a hand, but you wouldn't be holding anyone's hand because they would be on the internet. It would just feel like they were holding your hand. Exactly. And that was the sweetest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Of. It's like you put on this glove, and it just feels like someone's giving you like a squeeze. That's also kind of creepy, though. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> Whoa! There was always that one creepy kid. Yeah, that you're holding hands, and they're like, they're like rubbing Super your middle, sweaty. like the middle of your palm. That's always uh, the one weird. Kid. Oh, the sweaty kid. Oh, God. yeah. All right, guys. Well, enough of that topic. Let's get to our games this week. What are you playing? And this week, honorary Troy, would you like to start us off? Hell yeah! I played a game called Knockout City, which is a New release. Uh, Knockout City is a multiplayer competition game that it's dodgeball. It's dodgeball. It's three v three, four v four. Like pick up the dodgeball and let's go whack each other in the head with it. I remember uh, seeing this game uh, premiered maybe last year at at uh, whatever E three was the the video game expo, and I remember mm-hmm. like thinking that could be fun. It looks like a. Um, I can't think of the name of that game. Uh, uh, Jet Set Radio? Jet Set Radio. Yeah, something like that. It it had a nice style to it. 
And I remember being intrigued and being like, hey, I like dodgeball. I could get down on that. Well, we got down on that. And let me tell you, I wasn't prepared for this game to bring back some of visceral memories <laughs> of mine. <laughs> like, I was instantly that 10 or 11-year-old who was just frightened to be on this court because he knows that that he he can't catch the ball or worse yet if he does catch it he's then expected to throw it (laughs) (laughs) and actually like and like hit somebody the sound effects are too good that's what it is it's so good they're too good thump it that's what did it i was ready for this video game to be like fun or whatever but but it was that actual sound and my memory of getting thwapped in the head (laughs) or in the gut or in my junk (laughs) i wasn't very good at dodgeball y'all um can you imagine being part of the asmr team that actually had to go ahead and get those dodgeball sounds for the game (laughs) so cool that this company played a lot of dodgeball leading up to this you know they probably would finish work and be like hey we're gonna go home or anybody want to play some dodgeball (laughs) they're like yeah let's go uh, this is made by Velen Studios. This is the Bala Brothers, which are our former Dragons of the Week. Very awesome people. Uh, yeah. Their last game they just made was Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. That were they had the actual like Mario Kart in house that you drive around your couch and freak out your pets. Um, <laughs> they wanted to make this like dodge brawl title, but the CEO Karthik. Uh, Bala added that the team chose dodgeball to be the game's core gameplay loop because it was considered to be an intuitive sport. Like everyone kind of knows how to play dodgeball. We all kind of grew up with it in America here. So like, True. And, and, and else places. So it was just something that even if you hadn't played the game before, you can pick up the ball and go like, oh, I need to hit that person in the head. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I know what to do. The game's super fun. They've had like a nice, what was it 10 day long trial where they give everyone who has it or who has a system, whether it's PS4, Xbox, PC, you can just play the actual full game for 10 straight days and see if you like it or not. It's yeah. a really nice model to, to get you in, in, into the game. Yeah. And uh, and I definitely feel like there's a higher chance that I would probably try it if this way, um, in, in difference, in, if they would like have given you like a demo that was like a couple hours, I wouldn't have really gotten the full the fullness of what this game is supposed to be. Um, but now they're kind of winning me over. I played like maybe five or six hours of it. And I'm I'm into it. I'm into the minutia. It can be as easy as just throwing the ball and hitting somebody, or as 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 complicated as like faking someone out or passing to your teammate, or you know hook, trying to get combos. And there's depth to it that uh, is actually a lot of fun in the moment to to mm-hmm. to do. And fun playing with you all. Oh, absolutely. It was a lot of yeah, fun. That game was. It's very surprising how good. It's kind of like Rocket Arena, like where it's just like this game's actually really fun. Also, another game from EA, uh, another EA original. Just like oh. This is fun. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested to see what the support will be for it. If the audience will still be there once the game gets a price tag, <laughs> like yeah. who actually is going to stick on? It's twenty bucks if you do want to stick on, which is pretty reasonable, I think. Yeah, and I don't know. I may finish my ten days. There's three days left now. I I, I hopped in with five days left, and it may get to the point where I'm like, you know what? I did get twenty dollars worth here. I may not play this as much, but like bravo i like your company i like what you're doing this is it's a fun indie game yeah uh hats off to them i think it's a fun game yeah i agree i agree all right cool so that was knockout city and then i will go next uh i'm still just playing through mass effect legendary edition i'm still in mass effect 2 
I forgot how much side stuff there is in <laughs> Mass Effect 2 that you have to do if you real if you want a good ending. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You better get that good ending, Brian. Yeah. Oh, I, I need to have that good ending. I am carrying my character into the third game. So yeah. I need to have that good ending because I need all of my people to be alive. <laughs> so you can't, you can't have that guilt knowing no, that, you can't. that there's you just can't. an empty seat on your ship and yeah. it's, it's all your <laughs> fault. Unless, unless you want that seat empty. Sometimes in these <laughs> games you're like, he knew what he did. <laughs> he does what he did, yeah. <laughs> What's nice about Mass Effect 2 with those side missions is there are some characters where you have to choose, like you can save one person out of these two, so you right. know like one person's going to die, and that's like, mm-hmm. part of the, the Mass Effect you know, legacy. But then there are yeah. some, it's just like, you just didn't care enough. And now they're yeah. gone because you didn't have the time to check in and talk with them during your space adventures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you obviously didn't care about them because you didn't talk to them once. <laughs> but no, I'm loving this game. I'm I'm loving like the little side missions as well. I'd forgotten how good um, Tali's loyalty mission is. Like mm-hmm. you have to defend her because uh, she's charged with treason. So she's being like ousted out of her entire society. And so you have to defend her as her captain and you play through the mission and like the very end of the mission is like just so sweet and poignant. Your main character Shepard says something to her that's just so moving. Like I almost had a tear in my eye because it was like, oh, I forgot how good this was. (laughs) (laughs) The writing is top notch in those games. So good. So good. So yeah, I'm, I'm loving the game again. Mass Effect Legendary Edition, if you haven't played it, it is it is so worth it. I'm so, excited so for you to get to the third game, especially yes. to towards the ending. Yes. We got some same. stuff to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So that was mine. And then what about you, Amanda? What did you play this week? Uh, this week, I beat 100 Days, which is a, a winemaking simulator. Um, uh, we played a little bit of this on We Love Indies. We made we made some, some honey wine and played uh, 100 Days. It's uh, made by Broken Arms Games, uh, and it's really sweet, actually. It's a, I would say that it's a puzzle game, and I thought going into it, it would be a puzzle game because all of the cards that you play with look like Tetris blocks, but it's not really. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's <laughs> more about making wine. Like, if you make your own wine, like, play this game, you're really going to enjoy it. Like, uh, they, they want you to pay attention to, like, the level of acidity and the number of tannins and the, the type of crusher that you're using and when you harvest the grapes and, when like, did you clean the process it? of, like, yeah. w- the, the different ways that you prune. And, and all of it's super fascinating. Um, I, I kind of wanted a little more puzzliness from it because that's why I bought the game because I was like, oh, I want to, like figure out how to fit shapes into shapes mm-hmm. so i would admittedly a little disappointed that that didn't exist but also like that was a strange expectation for me to have because i just bought the game based on pictures hashtag my own fault <laughs> uh, <laughs> there, there is a trial out there i could have demoed it but that aside uh I, it didn't need it it's it's still a fantastic game without it um the story was very good uh, although very short um and the game's fun it's it's one of those endless things so i'll, I'll probably play a few more hours of it before i put it on the shelf what just is- the game alone reminded me of just like my relationship with wine where it's like oh this is this is fun but it's a lot that i don't understand and when I started playing that game, I was like, what are they even talking about? There's just numbers. And you're right, like tannins and this whole process. And I was like, this is too much. And I just don't comprehend. But the more I tried it and the more I kept going and uh, the more I kept going in the game and seeing how all those pieces started coming together, the more I was like, oh, this, this is actually 
is kind of good. This feels good. <laughs> and I think I, I'm like that with wine too. And it's like, all right, after, you know, I don't know, really know what this wine's about, but you know what? If I just keep drinking it, I'm going to be like, <laughs> oh, oh, this is actually pretty nice. I, I like that. Oh, this is good. So what was your highest rated wine? I got an 88 out of 100. It was a Chardonnay. Ooh. I was very proud of myself. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. What did you name yeah. it? Oh, they're they're all named the Todd Cask. Perfect. Nice. Nice. That's great. And if you do want this game, uh, if you want it on the Epic Game Store, right now they're running a sale and you can get a ten percent or ten dollar off coupon. So that way it's only fourteen ninety nine instead of twenty four ninety nine. That's so, nice. That is nice. That's going on for until I think June seventeenth. So Game for, the game's also very good. Supporting indies. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. yeah, oh absolutely. Please support them. Uh, How many sandwiches would this game get or would you prefer to talk about it in like cheeses that would pair with the wine? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I mean, always, always go sandwiches, but maybe these are okay. breadless sandwiches, you know, breadless and meatless sandwiches mm-hmm. uh, that are served <laughs> in wedges. So mm-hmm. yes, okay. that, I would say my breadless meatless sandwich served in wedges, I would give it, I give it three and a half. And, and, okay. and, I, th- and, I, and I think that's, that's really, that's really very good. I very much enjoyed playing the game. Uh, it's, it's only a few hours. It's very short, um, but, mm-hmm. but it was very good. Nice. 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 All right, that was 100 Days. And then finally, Hassel, what about you? What did you play this week? Guys, I started uh, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain on stream on Friday, and it's the Ooh. first time I've ever played this game. This is nice. big. This is big. Do you, have, do you have the dog yet? Is there a dog? Is there is, the is dog there a dog? Wait, is there a dog? Did Kojima put a dog in his name? Dogs. All right, I might have made that up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of Metal Gears out there. So there many. Is. Um, no, so Metal Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain. It came out. Um, I think it was a launch title with the PS4, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I believe so. You know, Kojima Productions. It was uh, utilizing the new Fox engine at the time. Um, which was one of the first games to do it. And the game looks beautiful. Listen, guys, I, I, I was like, yeah, let me, I can definitely fit all of these games in like within a year, right? Although the Metal Gear Solid games and of course. Metal Gear Solid 5 is 45 hours long gameplay wise. Yeah. Um, th- that's being very generous. It's a yes. much longer <laughs> yeah. game. Because there's side stuff and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's like side and, stuff. There, yeah. and, 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 and it's. And, space management. It's very Grinding. open world, mm-hmm. but I do like the fact that it is a continuation of like my favorite storyline from the Metal Gear Solid series, which is Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. So like you're following Big Boss after like the event of Peace Walker, like ten years later, and yeah, I'm just I'm just in love with that storyline because it it hits close to home, right? Like it it has like that like you know Spanish like Latino revolutionary like like yeah. thing that it touches on in Peace Walker and then it carries it over to this. What's really great about the the story aspect of this game is that it's 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 catching up to when Metal Gear started fictionally. The first game could yes. even made the original Metal Gear takes place in like the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And so this game is taking place in like the late 80s. So you're finally getting these two storylines, one that is set in the future and one that's set in the past and finally it's starting to close. It's almost kind of like merging those. that. Yeah. And yeah. um and this game is the merger. And like I immediately from the first hour of gameplay, I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> like, what is happening how, right now? How, how long did the creative character get you for? Okay, yeah. so I <laughs> I was fortunate that I found a bald bearded dude 
within the first like maybe like seven minutes of me being in the creator character where I was like, oh, I, this dude looks exactly like me. Done. I'm good to go. And then like I, I, I went forward with it and then literally five minutes after it just goes, oh, no, we're, we're just kidding. You're not going to use a creator character. Yeah. I yeah. love that so much. <laughs> it's oh so gosh. good. Amanda had to sit through me like just oh my meticulously. God, I want to say, say that you did it and then you changed your mind and went back and did it again. It was like hours of him being like, but what about this nose? And then Kojima pulls a Kojima and is like, you're not playing as that. Yeah. What are you doing? What? Kojima's what are you just doing? like, just That's kidding. Like. You're, you're gonna be you're gonna be big boss the guy you've been playing for the past two like three Duh. games yeah. obviously yeah. obviously and then the whole the whole level getting out of that hospital is just it's so intense it's like yeah. from the very beginning it's go 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 and from the very beginning it's weird 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 like, yeah. it's just yeah it's, oh yeah it's, it's weird and it's slow as well because you're like crawling yeah and you are like in pain to begin with yeah. and it's oh it's just, gotcha. it, and it starts off with that with that kick-ass version of david bowie's man who stole the world oh yeah that man who sold the world oh my that, gosh guys like, i can't podcast so anymore good. i have to go listen to that song <laughs> <laughs> on repeat it is a cover but it's a good cover on repeat for the mm -hmm. 18 hours i'm going to be driving no, I'm kidding. I'm not going to listen to that for 18 hours. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to to jump into more of it uh, three weeks from now when I come back from vacation. And it's just, it's one of those games where like I, I got intimidated by just the sheer volume of gameplay that it has. But like I'm, I'm, I'm with it. End of September. Got to finish it by then. So, Hassel, you're set because you played Peacekeeper, Peace Watcher, whatever that was. Peace Walker. <laughs> and so, Peace Watcher, Peacekeeper, Peace Teacher, Peace Beekeeper, Peace, li peace li Listener, Water Lily, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Water Lily. I want to play that. Uh, this game, it, gameplay wise, is like a direct sequel to that game. So if you yeah. found a good rhythm with Peace Walker, you're going to you're already geared to have a quicker experience with this because you, you've already done the groundwork. Perfect. The ground zero work. Hey. Yeah. Hey. And you're already and you are metal geared to play Damn this. It, Brian. <laughs> Cut the stream. Cut the stream, Brian. <laughs> I'm in charge of it. No. <laughs> All right, cool. So that was Metal Gear Solid 5 Phantom Pain. That'll do it for our games. That brings us to our news segments. News, 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 And this week, Sony had a state of play today, and it was just for Horizon Forbidden West, the follow-up to my game of the year, Horizon Zero Dawn. That was my game of the year too, Brian. Yeah. Oh my God. So that game's so good. You don't own it. You can't. You're not the only person who loves it. Damn it. No. It's my game of the year. Guys, guys. There's plenty of Aloy to go around. Listen, I'm not in it for her. I'm in it for Aaron, okay? Aaron is my man. <laughs> uh, but they showed 15 straight minutes of gameplay on the PS5, and it looked just gorgeous. I couldn't believe how good. I mean, I could because it was on the PS5, but like, like just the way her hair moved and the, the physics that they had going on with it, the, the bloom effects, everything. Just I'm, I'm a little worried that her hair moved when she was standing still but it's gorgeous it's like too much yes it's yeah, very yeah, yeah. It was like, they did, like genuinely very good but there was one, one scene where she was like paused looking at something and their hair was like over her shoulder and then back over her shoulder and then over her shoulder again and i was like yeah. i have long hair like it moves but like 
Honey, your hair Calm is it down. your Calm hair it down. is alive. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to tell you this. Listen, I don't know how clone hair works, okay? It's I'm true. sorry. It's I don't true. Know. It's right. Facts. Facts. I don't know how to clone uh, but it was, are. I was really excited for the environments, really lush green jungles, these yeah. underwater sequences with the coral reef that was oh just, oh, yeah. just breathtaking. Just the colors. Oh, it is. It is. Because they showed off, yeah, they showed off the diving. Where so you can dive underneath the water and you don't have to worry about oxygen because she has like a breathable mask that she wears, um, which just looked, again, gorgeous. Uh, They showed off a glider and then they also have like a new like grapple arrow ability. Uh, yeah, so that way you can yeah. get out of situations pretty quickly. So I thought it that all was looked very cool. fluid. The animation is just really lovely. I, I was yes. kind of thinking that this was like Aloy's vacation. This is like <laughs> Horizon 2 <laughs> Sunshine. <laughs> just, Mario's yeah. going to show up. Oh, paint everything. I don't know. It's a me, Aloy. It's a me, Aloy. <laughs> Where's my paintbrush? Yeah, the, the the last game took place in the uh, in the Midwest. Or, sorry, just at the West, pretty much. It was in like Yellowstone like National Montana. Park and that type of stuff. Yeah, Montana. Uh, this one takes place in California, like San Francisco, <laughs> and it looks like it might you might this, traverse the for, the California coast. For one part in the preview, they do zoom out and you see the whole of the United States in like a map. I would like to point out if you do watch the video, there is no Florida. Yeah, like it's they just have gone. They oh written, yeah, no Florida on that map. There's no Florida. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh gosh, I thought this was a fiction. I didn't know they were getting. All real. <laughs> about it oh my god yikes <laughs> i mean hey listen i i can't say there it's not the world's not better off without florida i mean i can't say that <laughs> i mean i mean i mean i would say that you would find a lot of people <laughs> that would agree with you it's inevitable not it's all inevitable. of us are that one guy you need florida man so that everyone else can feel better it's true it's I true feel that florida man what do they do georgia man that's not no funny. i feel like arizona's up there also not funny yeah, I don't, I don't know. This Arizona, is, Alabama, this Texas. This is a little off topic, but we were watching, I think, a sitcom mm-hmm. uh, where uh, they were claiming that Florida Man was one individual person, and I yeah. love the idea of that. Is that oh, all yeah. of the crazy things are just this one guy? It's just it's one it, person. It, yeah. He's like a mythical being that can that can <laughs> yeah. transform. Like, like a Florida Man or is the skunk ape. I think, yeah. that's, I think that's a joke from Atlanta. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that sounds right. That sounds right. Uh, unfor- the unfortunately, show, there the was place. no release date. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I was kind of hoping for that, but they did uh, confirm that it's coming out for both PS4 and PS5. So I think that's pretty cool. Oh, that's good. Great, 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 great. Solid. Looking forward to it. Yep. And then also, Square Enix had a presentation, and this one was dedicated to Dragon Quest, and uh, they made some announcements themselves. Uh, they're remaking Dragon Quest Three. Uh, which they've remade for pretty much every system ever. However, the way they're remaking it now is going to be, uh, it looks like Octopath Traveler, like those types of graphics. Okay. It's like 2.5. like D. Yeah, it, it actually looks really good in motion. I wasn't sure I was going to like it. Looks really good. And then they also announced the next game in this series, which is Dragon Quest Twelve: The Flames of Fate. That's no other details were given. Uh, including what systems it's going to be released on or the time frame, which has people considering that the Nintendo rumor where there's going to be a new consoles for them oh. or at least a new update. So that it, it's going to be on there. So that's why they didn't announce the consoles. That's the wow. that's the thoughts people have. That gotcha. is an intense name. Brian, can you hit me with that name one more time? You're right. It's going to be Dragon Quest Twelve: The Flames of Fate. Oh. Yo, I just got yeah. I just got chills. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, I'm both chilled and heated at the same time. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's like I an icy sh- hot. It's like an icy hot. It's like hot. Bengay, Tiger it's, Bomb. That's nice. feels good. It's good. 
That, that does just feel good. <laughs> and then my favorite announcement to come out of this, though, is that they're finally releasing an offline version of their Japan-only MMO, Dragon Quest X, called appropriately Dragon Quest X Offline. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how do you make an MMO offline? So so you know how, like, in Final Fantasy XIV, which is also an MMO, it has a huge sprawling story that takes uh-huh. place throughout the entire game. Uh-huh. This also has that... How, so they're, what they're going to do is they're just going to make it offline. They're going to shrink a lot of the world maps. That way it's a lot more compact. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, they're just it's just going to be the story from okay. Dragon Quest That 10. sounds great. I would love if they did that with Final Fantasy fourteen or some other MMOs where I just want the, the, the story content. I don't want to do the grinding or the like the big raids or whatever. Oh, yeah. That'd be I agree. great. I agree. Yeah. And this, uh, so Dragon Quest X had only come out in Japan. This, they haven't announced regions yet. But on some of the other announcements, it said it was Japan only. And this one, they didn't have that for. So I'm hoping uh-huh. it's coming out in the West as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then to not be outdone, the Pokemon company made some announcements as well concerning their upcoming Pokemon games. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl will launch on November 19th this year. And their brand new open world game, Pokemon Legends Arceus, will be released on January 28th, 2022. Okay, I will worry about that later. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a 2022 problem. Yep, it does. <laughs> See you next year. When I heard the news, I was both very happy to hear it had a, had a date, Arceus had a date, and uh-huh. then I was also like, yay, it's not like the end of 2022. And then I also got sad because I was like, oh, it's not this year. Oh, I can wait, I guess. It's cool. It's going to be perfect. It's, it, it's not going to get lopped into those game of the year, end of the year stuff with Horizon or whatever else is the end of the year big games. Instead, it's like I get to start the year with a fresh new Pokemon game. That oh, yeah. sounds exciting. Agreed. Agreed. And then speaking of Nintendo, Smash Brothers creator Masahiro Sakurai is ending his column he's been writing for Famitsu magazine for 18 years. Dang. And with it, has even been considering what his retirement would look like. End of an era, y'all. Yeah. I mean, he's not retiring anytime soon, at least is what he said. But he has been mulling it over since he got his first consecutive days off in 10 years and enjoyed it. Gosh, that man has been working so hard. I, he's been working so hard, he couldn't even think about not working. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He hasn't he had two days off. He, it's yeah, like he didn't even know that off was a thing. in a row in and 10 he, years. Man, and I he's don't... like, I could... I could keep doing this? Yeah. How do you get to a point where, like, you get a consecutive day off and you're like, dude, retirement, right? This is good. <laughs> like, am I right? I can watch a movie? Yeah. <laughs> wait a second. I can binge yeah. watch a show? Get wait, out wait, wait. I don't have to wake up today or tomorrow? <laughs> what? Mm. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Sakurai is one of the hardest working people in this industry. I don't know how he does it. Oh, I do know how he yeah. does it. He never stops. That, that's he just how. doesn't stop. How old is he? That's just the, 50. Uh, he is actually only fifty years old. Wow. So that yeah, and especially in Japan, like Japan, they are workaholics. They that is kind of like the mm-hmm. Japan work yeah. culture. So him actually considering retirement at fifty is kind of crazy because a lot of people work there until they're like 70, 75, especially right. if they're in like this type of industry. Mm-hmm. So whenever his retirement is, though, Sakurai will definitely have earned it. Yes. 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 We're going to throw a party for him, right? Totally. Oh. He's invited. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, we're definitely in charge of that. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Tasty Dragons party planning committee. Oh, yeah. yeah. We won't even charge him. You know, it'll be, you know, per diem. Right. Hey, listen. But his plus one, yes. Just for exposure. Just for exposure. Yes. We'll do it for exposure. <laughs> and then finally, speaking of retiring, Blizzard has retired BlizzCon for this year for the second year in a row. They cite the continued COVID issues in California, but many people think that Blizzard doesn't have anything worthwhile to announce this year and are using it as an excuse. And uh, that's myself included. Uh, I think that they just don't have anything. And they're just like, you know what? Let's just take the year off. We'll, we'll cite some concerns. I mean, yeah. you know, hey, better safe than sorry. You know, there's always next year. Yeah. But like, I think that's mainly what it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you do if you're a game company and you're working on the next project and there's just nothing new to show people do you just do it anyway or no you blame know. you blame covid <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they have a lot of projects though i'd be surprised if there wasn't anything worthwhile to show i, I mean they, they do it i mean they've already done it every year i'm sure they would have found something yeah but yeah mm-hmm. you're, there's no new release or no new game or yeah. the thing with blizzard yeah. is more or less they are pretty open with giving you like updates to whatever mm-hmm. the changes are so you're more or less kind of up to speed on what's happening so it's yeah. like what what are you really announcing that you haven't announced last week or the week before or or whatnot? Exactly, exactly. Especially for like a huge convention. I mean, everybody's been doing a lot of online stuff, state of plays, that type yeah. of stuff, them included. So like, it's probably just one of those. Eh, let's just do the continue to do those. We'll do our huge announcement and next year along with honest, the, you know. I kind of like their their uh, specific one shots. Like they did the Overwatch uh, stream last week, and I was like two yes, hours of a thing that I want to watch. When I see BlizzCon, I'm not really into Heroes of the Storm, so it's like I have to wait through the things that I'm not interested in to get to the things that I am interested in. I'd rather you just give me what what I want to see. Exactly. Or people can just exactly. see what they want to see. I can't wait until next year, and then like Blizzard's like, "Oh no, the dude who sets all of this stuff up just stubbed his toe. We can't <laughs> do it. Do it. Oh man, I left the iron on on my house, and it's on the other side oh, of guys, the country. Guys, I hear my mom calling I me. Go. I gotta go home. Guys, I'm already <laughs> sitting. Do we have to do BlizzCon this year? Is that this weekend? Oh, whoopsie daisels. <laughs> whoopsie daisels. <laughs> but that will do it for our new segment. Now it brings us to our Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic. Mighty, Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic. God, that sounds so good with you, Troy. And this week, <laughs> it's going to be brought to us by Manda. So you guys know that we're dragons. You know that we eat sandwiches and you know that we play games. But what you may not know is that we continue to exist after we stop recording this podcast. (gasps) We have jobs. We have families. And most importantly... We have hobbies. Oh, my goodness. So we're going to spend a little bit of time today talking about the things that we do when we're not recording. Uh, for me, you already know that I play D&D, and I don't have nearly enough time to talk about that. So I am going to tell you about my newest <laughs> hobby, which is probably news to to my, my, my co-host as well as you, uh, is that I just started buying uh, really old books. As, uh, mm-hmm. as I started making a library of, of antique folklore novels. so uh, Specific old books, not just specific, any old books. Yeah. Do not send your old, well, yeah, maybe your old recipes. I don't know, actually, why not? not? I don't want no. your old cookbooks. I don't want, I don't want like, an old history book. I, I'm not interested <laughs> in actual fact, only folklore. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so 19th century romance novels are out of the question. Uh, well, 
that's not close the door totally I mean, that's not, on that's this. That's not the current hobby that I'm working in, but I mean, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't throw them out the window. Okay, got it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I have been spending a lot of time on uh, Etsy and eBay looking up um, collections of folklore. Is uh, I, the most recent purchase that I got was a, a 1930s version of the Canterbury Tales, um, oh, and it's a lot of fun. I love um, the Canterbury Tales. Right, I've never read them, and and it's just now cool she to has have one like that's like ninety years old. Yeah, and it, it's super lovely because like on one side I really enjoy stories, and these are all bite sized stories, so I can read them in a few at a time. And on the other side, like I really like old books. There's something just so fantastic about like the way that they used to do novels. I think book sleeves are horrible. Uh, so like when they used to just put the good stuff on the book, that's mm-hmm. like the thing i'm looking for like, they got the old book smell all the pages are all worn so just aesthetically like uh, sometimes you get little <laughs> prizes within them little surprises yeah the, the, the book i was reading it was it was the canterbury tales i opened it up and there was a newspaper for when the book was published someone had used it as a bookmark and it was just still in the book so oh, it had awesome. like stained the pages but also it was like about the oscar awards that year so i got yeah. to read through that yeah you pick up that little piece of paper and there's an actual stain of it on the book itself because it's so old <laughs> and, it's, and it's good for the environment so i'm not buying i'm they're not publishing that book again that book already exists i should just yeah. use the one that they have um, mm-hmm. yeah we walked we, we actually found a really a really uh sweet bookshop uh around the corner from us when you walk in it's like it's like a small version of like Beast Library where you just so have cute. like from the floor to the ceiling is books and just ladders everywhere. And it's like this place really exists. There's like one guy, he owns the shop and he has like two apprentices. He and made, it was so cute because they were just trying to impress him the whole yeah. time we were there. <laughs> he made all the shelves himself. Like it was the perfect scenario. Books. Check them out. But yes, my, my new hobby is really old books. But what about you guys? What are some of the things that you do when you're not doing the podcast or, or the Twitch stream? I am. I I really uh, got into uh, the ukulele um, a few years ago. I uh, I got into it because of the work I do, uh, which is performance based. And like, I remember. I, I don't know why I got into it. Oh, I know why. Because uh, Amanda, we were up at your place and. And a theater that you used to work at was going out of business or something, and they were just giving a bunch of stuff away. And one of those things they were just throwing away was a ukulele. So I was like, well, I'll take that. It's for free. It's for free. And I tuned it, and I got on the YouTubes, and I learned some Hawaiian songs. And I was like, this is a really pleasant instrument. And then eventually, I did bring it into work. So I didn't get it because of work, but eventually I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this. I'm having fun with it. That hobby has grown uh, uh, just exponentially in in what I've gotten from it. it. It I use it at work. I use it at home. I use it for auditions if I'm if I uh, if they need a musical instrument. I now have a ukulele. And then last year or two years ago, uh, Manda actually purchased me a banjo lele for Valentine's Day, Ooh. and it plays like a like a ukulele, but sounds like a banjo, and it's. It's so interesting that I do believe that the, the, the current job that I got uh, and I have the current gig that I'm doing uh, this month, why I won't be on a couple of podcasts in the future, is because I busted out that banjo lately <laughs> in the audition. And they were just like, what? What? Like, what? Hire that guy. Hire that guy right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I love the songs in it. It's very easy to play, but also can have a lot of depth to it. But my favorite thing about ukuleles is that they're portable. 
Uh, I tried learning the guitar. I've tried learning the drums. And I'm always really into it as long as I'm in that space where I can practice with it. But I kind of have to set everything up or be in – it has to be at least quiet enough. That I'm not disrupting anybody else. With the ukulele, I can go wherever I want. I can go to the park. I can go to the store. I don't know. People are okay with ukuleles for some reason. I think I think Joe is also a ukulele player, aren't you, Joe? Yes, I, I got into it a couple of years back as well. I had I can't do string instruments. It's one of the only musical instruments that I just don't it doesn't I can't wrap my head around it. I've always wanted to learn how to play the guitar. Yeah. So like one day I I don't even remember what the heck was going on. I was so I I, I was sort of like, you know what, I'm just I'm just gonna learn how to do it. I'm just gonna do it. Oh wait, I remembered. There was a specific song. It has a curse word in it. I thought it was very funny and the girl <laughs> plays a ukulele while singing this song with the curse word in it. Oh. And it made me laugh so hard that I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna learn <laughs> how to play the ukulele for this one song. And I did. And now I have a collection of ukuleles that I love. I, I would find whenever we went on vacation, I would find like a really cool little music shop or somewhere and I would find some odd looking ukulele and I would mm-hmm. buy it from there. And I am unbelievably jealous of Troy's banjo lately. <laughs> she is. I love that thing. I've been talking about wanting one of those for like the, literally like two years now. Yeah. And Joe even bought a ukulele in Japan. Oh yeah. I was what heavy into like practicing but I didn't want to bring my ukulele that I had to Japan with me and that was when I think I started doing the thing where if we went on vacation somewhere I would buy a hat and a ukulele and that's uh-huh. my, that's my <laughs> plan. But oh, ukuleles are wonderful. It's a, it's a great, great hobby. It is. But I, I would I would say that isn't the only hobby. I have a lot of hobbies. Uh, I, I kind of just get into things for a few years, and I learned how to do it really well, and then I just stopped doing it. Um, <laughs> but I, one of the things I like to do outside of this is this isn't going to be to no shock to anyone. Sometimes <laughs> I like to cook, and I like to take video and make little things about the things I cook. Those sometimes end up on the Internet on occasion. Uh, but I, I do really like to cook, actually. I think I, I like to cook more than I like editing. <laughs> cook, yeah, I, I could spend all day in the, cook, the kitchen. That is my, my happy place. I like to just cook lots of just interesting things. I'll Same. look up recipes on the internet, like 20 of them, and then decide which piece of all 20 I liked, and then make <laughs> one thing out of all 20 of them. It's 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 a lot of fun. I'm so game for the Taste of Dragons cooking show. Like, I'm yes. in. I'm ready. We should do it. Gosh. But we, go, we have to make it like a MasterChef thing where it's like a competition. Yes, <laughs> yes, I'm game. What do we all Make someone else eat my food. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone has to. Someone has to. Well, uh, and it's not going to be yeah. me. You know what, Troy? <laughs> I'll do it. Hell yeah! Look at that support. <laughs> Your mystery ingredient this week is dragon. Oh god! <laughs> and you have Literally to find it yourself. That's right. <laughs> oh god. Um, for for me, I mean, I'm I'm having a little trouble, kind of like coming up with. Uh, just one of the many things that I like doing outside of, you know, podcasting and playing on stream and stuff like that. Um, a couple of years back while I was living in Los Angeles, I started uh, collecting records and, um, you know, I, I, I did that for a really long time, stopped a little bit through COVID because a lot of the small record shops that, you know, I would kind of like frequent have stopped, like, you know, accepting people in and stuff like that, which has been kind of like a little sad, but, um, Mm-hmm. They are starting to open back up again, so I, I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing that pretty soon. Um, it's funny because before uh, before they shut down, um, Genevieve, my uh, my girlfriend and I, we found a record um, that w- is an original print from uh, I think it's Meet the Beatles from what? I think okay. it was like the early '60s. But the the best part about this record is the story that it tells on the cover of it or on mm-hmm. the sleeve. It belonged to someone named Shelly, and Shelly drew hearts around every single one of the Beatles, 
And then Aww. Shelly wrote, Shelly loves John. Shelly loves Paul. Shelly loves Ringo. <laughs> Shelly loves George. Oh goodness. On every part of this sleeve. And wow. I've made it my life goal to find out who this Shelly is. And I'd be <laughs> able to be like, hey, I, I got your record. Like, here you go. Yeah. Like, this is yours. I don't think it'll Hussell ever happen. loves Shelly. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's going to be like, oh, my God, how'd you find me? Get out of here. <laughs> um, but aside from what? that, you know, I, I am very big into sports. Uh, soccer is probably my favorite sport. I'm a very big fan of the English Premier League. Uh, my favorite team is Manchester United. We had a really rough day yesterday. We lost on a European final, uh, Euro uh, Europa Cup final, and it's just, yeah, I've been, I've been still on the reeling from tears it. the entire day yesterday <laughs> and today. Deep breaths, my man. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. Besides that, I, I, I like really old stuff. So like, I did records. Um, I do comic books too. Like, I'll, I'll frequent comic book stores and just kind of like find like really old comics. A lot of the times I actually don't really like read them. I just like them for the artwork <laughs> in the front. And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, oh, sorry. It's valid. It's uh, valid. Amanda <laughs> and I just started trying to get into records. Yeah. Um, we, we bought like a, a pretty, pretty nice, sweet looking record player. Nothing too fancy. And yeah, we, we started going around and just trying to poke around and see what we can find. Something, some things are famous. Some things are like, I've never heard of that before, but I like the way the, the cover looks. Let's Correction. Check it out. We're really into dollar records. Cor we like yes. going to the record store and being like, what does no one want? Those are the best. Yes. I got some great yeah. Bing Crosby records for like a dollar. Like this like really old, like, um, I think it was like a Salvation Army or something like that. But like, I love them. And the fact that they can still play. I'm like, yes, this is the best. I have for a very long time owned many a record. I I don't I don't collect them at all. I only have records of like old Italian operas and oddly enough show tunes like mm -hmm. or, or weird commercial tunes. Yeah. There was a really great record I have it's uh from McDonald's from the 80s, early 80s I think and it's uh it's them singing the Big Mac song and if you got the re <laughs> it was like a it was like a thing. They gave away this record when you bought like a not a happy meal but like a combo with a big mac or something yeah. and the record they handed you it was for an old 45 and you'd put it in and if they finished singing the song on the record you won like something i don't remember what it was but i have a bunch of those that don't have they didn't they never finished the song anyway, so <laughs> none of those were the winning record but it was part it was a really cool thing so i kind of got into that when i was much younger with my dad i really liked the weird commercial tunes that they would put on these like weird little records that were made out of like really crappy like almost paper <laughs> like they're not like regular records they're like really terrible like you ripped Do it you out still of still have them of... are they still yeah. in existence they oh still they still work? play yeah fascinating that's cool the very if i can if i can remember i'll bring them by one day <laughs> that, that would be amazing uh the very last thing i would say is over the over the pandemic i have gotten into cooking and but it's been very specific i've gotten into french cooking Nice. So I've been making a lot of French dishes. Like the first thing I tried to do when the pandemic started, I was just like, oh, I'm going to make a coq And like, what's that? I've been trying to like make that. I've been trying to make baguettes, croissants, like anything that's French baguettes. cuisine. I'm like, yes, let's do From it. From scratch? Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, for myself, uh, really, it's it's nothing like specific. For me, like my my hobby, if you will, 
is acquiring useless knowledge. <laughs> um, it's like researching stupid things. Like we're like I'm watching like a, a, a Twitch stream or something like that, and then they mention something that they're talking about. I was like, ah, I wonder what that is, and I look it up, and then I just go down a deep dark hole <laughs> of just useless knowledge about that entire specific thing, like two hours worth. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm not going to remember that in a year, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, and then especially if like we mentioned like a vacation or something like that, or even just going somewhere, even if it's not even us going somewhere, it's like, let's just say like you guys are planning on going on a trip. I'm like, oh, I wonder where that is. I'll look it up and I'll look up activities, what to do there. <laughs> I'll look up maps. I'll look up how to get there, uh, how much it would cost, all these stupid things. <laughs> Brian is a human tom-tom. Like, <laughs> that's what he collects. The knowledge he never lets go Wait a of second. is maps. <laughs> Wait a second. Do you mean to tell me, Brian, that your hobby is learning about humans? <laughs> Baby, <laughs> got it, guys. Bring in the FBI. Oh, damn it, we got him. Damn it, <laughs> woo, woo, bring in the robot, the robot police. We finally <laughs> have him. I don't know why I'm also a robot. That's really yeah, I know. It's fine. You're faking them out. Yeah, right. They yeah. think you're one of them. Lulling you to false security. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Uh, but it has come in handy every now and then, like when we were in Japan uh, this last trip, we had like a couple of days where one of our plans fell through because it was raining everywhere. And we were like, oh, where can we go? And I remember looking up like three different places like several years prior. And I was like, oh, I wonder if those places are raining. And it wasn't. So it came <laughs> in really handy for like three days in Japan. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> last year. I venture to say it comes in handy almost everywhere we go I mean, because if we're if we're in some place and I'm like oh man that sucks this place closed and he was like oh that's okay around the corner and two doors that, like two blocks that way is this like cool video game thing I looked up like ten years ago I'm like what, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like yeah it's this cool thing it's like called meteor it's this and that and he's like yeah yeah let's just go over that way and we walked you know the two blocks and like there's this cool thing that Brian remembers that he looked up like years prior <laughs> I appreciate it yeah <laughs> so that, that's my main hobby is acquiring knowledge for for maybe might be of use maybe not <laughs> but yeah that's a uh, that was a great a great topic there manda thank you so much and that has been our money morsel tasty topic jojo now that brings us to our dragon of the week adieu 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 it's the dragon of the week so grab a sheet it's the dragon of the week and it is neat the dragon of the week And Dragon of the Week is normally a chance for us to shine a little light, show a little love to our people in the industry. Uh, however, this week, because it is our very last episode of the season, we're actually going to go over and and talk about this past year, considering it's been a heck of a year for all of us. And not just us, I mean you listeners as well, everybody in the entire world. It has been a heck of a year, guys. And uh, I mean, let's let's start us off. Like we had so many plans this year, guys. Yeah, I mean, it really it really kind of starts at the beginning of the pandemic. We had this yeah. awesome hey, meeting. Hey, hey, no, we had one good month. Right, we did. <laughs> one month where we thought everything was going to be brilliant, and then like Troy said, we right, had a big meeting. yeah, like right before it was all like going going down. 
we had like all these plans for season two, Taste of Dragons. We were going to to uh, bolster uh, up our our segment, uh, Tasting Into the Streets, where we would go to local arcades and go to conventions and talk about video games. We were going to bring guests on. We More were going to do like co-op. We were going to do like interviews. And wasn't there some type of story content where I got kidnapped by somebody and you all had to free me by talking about video game dragons? Was this a we dream? Gonna, yes. Yes, yes. We, we were going to have the... So maybe I'm happy some things didn't go through. Um but uh, we had all this ambition for season two, and it was going to kick off at like yeah, the end of March in, in April. And then we were like, well, I will do some of these. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do what we can. Uh, but, you know, we did have some good things happen. Uh, Hassel joined us. Hell yeah. Onto What's the podcast. Up? You guys. Aw, shut <laughs> Now, um, you know, the year the year started off uh, extremely interesting. And we, we're talking about the year starting off like as soon as the pandemic hit. I'm talking about like March, right? Um, oh, yeah. That's when our that's when our season two started. Yeah. yeah I, so like uh, as of the end of 2019, I was actually working in New York City and had moved to a different job in uh, more of like the more rural New Jersey area. Um, uh-huh. And I was literally at that job for three months before they went, hey, the world's on fire. We need to shut down. Um, the world's on fire. How about yours? <laughs> <laughs> Sweet also reference. Thanks, man. So I'm going to go ahead and call myself out a little bit. I am terrible at keeping in touch with like friends and stuff like that. So like when we finally got Animal Crossing for the Switch and like I was invited to a Facebook group full of like the, these old acquaintances that I spent so much of my life with in South Florida. I was ecstatic. And like, <laughs> you played it very cool. Yeah. Well done. Like, yeah. I was so happy. Like, I'll hop on if I have time, but yeah. like, whatever. Like, I got my own New <laughs> yeah. Jersey life. But, but, and like, but at home, he's yeah. like tiny clapping. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like, you know, just being able to share that the the excitement for that game with some of the people that introduced me to that game like 10 years prior was absolutely amazing. And little did I know that like, you know, a year later I would be recording a podcast with you guys and I'd be enjoying yeah. some of the streaming content that we're doing and like being able to share all yeah. of these experiences with you. So it's been a very rewarding year, I would say. Like aside from, you know, everything that's happened and like all of the ups and downs that it's brought, like it's been extremely rewarding. Yeah, the uh, the setbacks that COVID has brought us has also brought us some nice little nuggets like like uh, like you're saying, Hassel, and I think Twitch, as you're, you're saying, is one of them. We did have a, a very, we had a Twitch account, but we didn't really have like a full Twitch presence. We would hop on every once in a while, well, you know, a way to like show friends different games, but it wasn't until the pandemic hit and all of our plans went to dust where we were like, well, Twitch seems like the perfect thing to do <laughs> these days. Yep. And but what if we actually take time and and put that that dragon touch on it? And um, mm-hmm. it was great developing that with you all and putting together a schedule in a week and thinking about what what it would look like, making it like a TV program show instead of it just being one of us who's going to stream all the time. We're kind of this this program Monday nights, Wednesday nights, Friday nights, and it was just a lot of fun putting it together and really helped me during the pandemic, like have something to work on. Yeah, something we're going to have something <laughs> to did. focus. Yeah, it really did, especially because like. Our Twitch streaming started because we wanted to watch one of our friends play through, uh, what was it, Dead Last Space? Of us. Oh, Last of Us. Last, Last of Us, us. one. Jen and Last of Us. Yeah, Jen and Last of oh. Us, our friend who we hadn't seen in a while. She wanted to start playing through Last of Us. So like, all right, well, we want to see it, and we know some of our friends want to see it as well. Mm-hmm. 
So let's start streaming through Twitch. So she came over. We would see each other every Saturday. That'd be the only day we would see each other. And she was streaming it for us and her and our friends. And that's and that's how we got started with the Twitch. And we're like, oh, we could expand this and do some more things. And that's yeah. what we ended up doing. So like it really did start because of that. Yeah, we were we were we were very goofy at first with it. I I do think though that I I can't believe what it's turned into. Oh, yeah. the, the amount of heart and love and like just wonderful ideas that have been flooded into it and like really the creating the the network essentially mm-hmm. having every day be kind of different having everybody's personalities you know come through for their day that they do it even when we're covering for one another trying to kind of do what the other person does is really fun like i i am not terribly looking forward to covering for lewis on a musical monday but at the same time someday it's going to happen and i can only imagine what insane songs all of us could come up with like yeah. it's, it's just all all star all the time <laughs> yeah it's just the, taste, <laughs> just the taste of dragons intro music over and over and over again yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that was actually something big too we got our our theme song like legit ready to go we like oh, we yeah. did we had so many things that we wanted to do this year and we were only able to do some of them but mm-hmm. i was very happy that was one of them because the theme song is is really really cool yeah. rhythm bastard is still an amazing artist and shout I, out to rhythm I'm bastard very that go he had find time. him follow him yep yeah um, and, and also us doing uh, twitch streaming has also brought us closer to uh, people we also haven't seen in a very long time uh, people we have friends that we have in Orlando, people we haven't seen in like five or six years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I have a friend in Shanghai who tunes in every once in a while to watch oh, us stream. Awesome. And that's like, when when when, when does that ever happen? And also about all of our all of our brand new friends. I, I know when, oh, when I stream, I, I get really happy when the same people show in from time to time. There'll be a stream and it'll be like, oh, God, but, but insert name of, of streamer isn't here yet. And I was like, oh, should I start? I'm, no, I'm going to delay another five minutes because <laughs> <laughs> I know they really like this it's like i'm just gonna rip troy play another song yeah. bring out the banjo lately it's really cool seeing like this community kind of grow around our like kind of friendship and our passion for gaming and and, and hanging out with each other and just trying to bring a, just a little bit of good back to the internet where there is so much <laughs> so much bad and to see other people kind of jazzed about that who we don't know strangers like want to be there with yeah, us like, while we're doing this is are they super strangers awesome anymore not anymore not anymore. Not anymore. Those are our friends. <laughs> Those are our friends. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. Um, <laughs> the podcast itself has also been very instrumental for me this past year. Uh, yeah. Being one of the many who got furloughed, got their job kind of ripped out from underneath them, and was just going into every week like uh, filing for unemployment, getting shut down, not being able to find any work, you know, afraid to even go out and work. Like the idea of having some type of consistency which was recording this podcast every thursday was awesome for me just to have yeah. that productivity of some sort happening you know aside from I animal agree. crossing because that was like the most productive i could <laughs> ever be you wake up you do your mm-hmm, chores mm-hmm. you talk to you all your neighbors trees, yep. get your apples i mean that you, is you that comment is produ- in the yeah. facebook group if you had any recipes that other people might want yes yes aside <laughs> from that uh, having a weekly podcast was was just great, great for my soul. Yeah, same here. We introduced some some new segments yeah. with the second season. Uh, we did. The some of them worked. Some of them did it. Gamers you know. Digest. Mm-hmm. Yum. Turn yum. Turning uh <laughs> turning food into sandwiches. I mean, <laughs> turning games into sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Brian's favorite segment as well. We also started uh, this Turned past year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, we did. 
I did love Turn Up For What. And big exciting news uh, is we're, we're going to have our end of season meeting soon. So we're going to have a whole bunch of new ideas and new segments. Yes. And, yes. And, and, and hopefully guests, hopefully some of the things we wanted to do last year and didn't have the opportunity to, we can kind of pull out of the bag. Uh, I got no it. promises now because we haven't had our, our big business meeting yet. Yes. Uh, but we should have some news fairly soon. About I got new, big ideas. Exciting things. Yeah, maybe this year right. Troy will get kidnapped. And yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. I'm sorry, who? Uh, well, Podcast uh, on the moon, guys. Put uh, that on the agenda. Yep. Uh. <laughs> Podcast on the moon. Hassel kidnaps me and I I wake up or my the, the burlap sack comes off and I'm in front of a, a FIFA game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time for that FIFA oh. tournament. Troy. Hassel's mustache is all curly now. <laughs> he shoves a controller in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to being out there in the world with Taste of Dragon. Some of my favorite memories from the past years have been going to conventions and, and places and meeting new people and talking to them about video games or art or, or general nerd culture. So being able to, to possibly do that again has got me all types of happy. And I, I can't wait for this next season for we can jump in and do those things. Yeah. Hopefully. I think throughout the last year, uh, I've been kind of like taking small little things and making them goals. So that I can kind of like keeps me driving forward towards like that goal. And I'm like, okay, I did this. So now I'm going to go ahead and continue that. Like, um, you know, going into 2020, like uh, a big thing for me was going back to school. So I started going back to school and I'm like, all right, so I'm in the process of doing that, blah, blah, blah. And like now it's like, I think just doing a, a podcast like in front of all of you, like live <laughs> is definitely a goal that I'm like, okay, I just need to make it to that. And then they, a goal next <laughs> the next time i just have nice, to make yeah. it to the live podcast and then i can quit like i can just <laughs> <laughs> oh no no you can't no no, no there's now. a contract ours yeah. now I, I got it yeah <laughs> yeah and then uh, also lewis moved back down south yeah. he's been doing a lot of things this semester unfortunately has been on many episodes but you know it's still nice having him down here lewis has a nice rotating to... chair with his name on it anytime exactly. it is that is there for him oh it always is um, and so that's that's been really great too. I mean, we're all vaccinated now, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is a Ooh, really big deal. Vaxed and waxed, baby, ready for summer. Hey, Here we go. My eyebrows <laughs> looking good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, you know, th- this past year has been filled with a lot of things, and thankfully, it's been filled with all of you guys and all of our and all of our listeners. Dang, um, Brian, that was sweet. That was <laughs> damn it. Damn. Hey. It's the Sweet truth. Sweet Taste of Dragons reference. Sweet Taste of Dragons <laughs> Brian, Brian is learning emotions, guys. Oh, gosh. I've been researching. I've been researching. Oh, he got me. He got me. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's, it's very true. Like it's, It has definitely helped me out, um, and I know it helped Joe out as well, being able to see you guys every single week and have, like Joe was saying, having a goal and having a, a set play date, if you will, uh, right. with my friends. Right. And both on here, on, on stream, and on, on everywhere. Yeah. And so while we haven't been seeing people in person, we have been seeing a lot of people we haven't and also making new friends that we didn't even know existed before Facts. this past year. And uh, I've just been it's been great. It's been a it's been a, a heck of a ride. Well, let's keep riding, y'all. Let's keep riding. Let's keep get those new riding. wheels on. Put some NOS on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. On that dragon. It comes out so soon, guys. I'm so happy. Me too. Fast Nine comes out so soon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast on the moon. That's exactly. right. right. That's the next. Listen, uh, I've been, I've been, I've been emailing a, every combination of Elon and Musk in order to get us onto the moon. 
I've been emailing <laughs> at, at MSN, at Outlook, at mm -hmm. Ymail, mm -hmm. at Gmail, mm -hmm. at Net Zero, mm -hmm. everywhere I can. Have you have you, have you emailed Elon at Musk.com? Um, mm -hmm. I want to try I that. I haven't, but also I, I'm afraid of doing anything with Musk.com. <laughs> it's the dot net you gotta go to the dot net that's where gotcha. it's at musk.org <laughs> yeah musk.ru just be careful just be careful <laughs> i gotcha uh, but i uh, you know what last year it's been heck of a ride i'm looking forward to what the new year brings yes uh to what next week brings we got some some amazing content we're planning for the very next episode the next season yes um it's gonna be wild and i'm i'm so looking forward to it to bring it to you to you guys the listener and to you guys uh the uh the fellow dragons at the table hell Rawr. yeah roar roar roar, roar. <laughs> Le roar. Le roar. Le roar. all right well unfortunately that brings us to the end of this week's episode ba -bum, ba -bum. Wow. but you can always find us online to continue the conversation, you can always follow us online. Check us out on Twitter for the latest in indie game news, on Instagram for updates and silly images, on Discord for daily discussions, and on Twitch for live gaming and just chatting every day of the week. We are at Taste of Dragons everywhere, and we love to hear from you. That's right. And no comment this week, because you know what? The only comment we need is that we love you guys. Thank you so much for sticking it out with us for these past two years, one year, however long you've been with us, even if it's been a week. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, we appreciate oh, Brian, you get it. You're proud year. of us. Oh. <laughs> I feel so warm with love. I don't know so what to do gross. with myself. I'm going to go shower. <laughs> I feel so damn appreciated. <laughs> Gosh, I can't take it anymore. He's going to have to find an indie game to be sad about them. <laughs> he is. Yeah, I got I to gotta balance out all these good feelings. <laughs> I'm going to cry in some wine. <laughs> I don't know. Can you do that in that game, Mandy? I hope so. I mean, they provide the wine if you want to bring the tears. <laughs> oh, I got him. You see a Somali <laughs> just like spinning a glass going, there's a hint of sadness in this wine. That, that's actually Troy's um, catchphrase. Yeah. You bring the wine, I bring the tears. <laughs> But as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. And we are the, the Taste, Taste of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great night, everyone. Great week. Great everything. Troy, you can get out of this. What? A FIFA tournament. Come on. Let's do it. I'm not saying I'm I'm, I'm into it, but like <laughs> later. Like the Terminator. It's a terminator. It's like a terminator. FIFA. Taste of Dragons Gaming. Podcast, a podcast for everyone's day.